Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio. I am Carolson, and I'm here with my friend Chris and my husband Matt. And Chris comes before Matt because Chris is our first round draft pick. That's perfect. And Chris Heck is yeah. going to tell you about this day in wrestling history. This day in wrestling history. So before I give this day in wrestling history, I would like to say that Carol just did a fantastic job. Way, better than, way better than Matt ever could. Whoa, whoa, whoa now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, uh, I absolutely disagree with that. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. Be quiet. Chris is talking. What? What is this? Oh, my gosh. That was absolutely amazing. I'm absolutely (laughs) flabbergasted. (laughs) So, so, uh, actually, in honor of of my friend Matt today, uh, we're going to do This Day in Wrestling History. This was nine years ago on SmackDown in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Mr. Randy Orton wins a 41-man battle royal. Because ah. we know we know Matt loves some battle royals. I do, and I really he do. to earn a WWE championship later in the show, and it's the largest battle royal in WWE history. I think we watched that live because we started watching wrestling right after we got married, and that was three months after we got married. Three months in a day. Not everyone knows our anniversary if they can, you know, if they can math. Yeah. If they can, if they can math. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think we watched that live. So oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something unprecedented here. I'm gonna try to say all the other participants in <laughs> in one breath. All right, all forty. Go. Okay, here. Hang on, hang on. Whew, I gotta get get gotta get a breath here. <laughs> Alex, Charlie, CM Punk, Christian, Cody Rhodes, Kurt Hawkins, Daniel Bryan, David Otunga, David Bateman. Derek Bateman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Ezekiel Jackson, Heath Slater, Jack Swagger, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Jinder Mahal, John Morrison, Johnny Curtis, JTG, Justin Gabriel, Kofi Kingston, Mason Ryan, Matt Stryker, Michael McGillicuddy, Percy Watkins, Primo, R-Truth, Santino Morella, Seamus, Sankara, Ted DiBiase Jr., The Miz, Tyus O'Neal, Trip Moretta, Tyler Riggs, Tyson Kidd, Wade Barrett, William Regal, Yashitashu, and Zack Ryder! Now, can you tell me a trivia question for you, Chris? Do you know... I'm going to pass uh, out. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Derek Baton is now? He's actually in WWE yes, right now. Yes, EC, EC3. That's correct. Yes. EC3. It was EC, EC3 with an afro. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, and also, well also would like to give a happy 31st birthday to Trevor Mann. You would know him as Ricochet. <laughs> That's everyone's favorite Irish wrestler, Rick, Rick O'Shea. That's true. <laughs> that's awesome so we're going to talk about the wwe draft tonight uh, and before before we get started let, let me talk about the rules for just a little bit um so basically I, I, I hashtag math is hard we were just talking about math <laughs> so because raw is three hours and smackdown is two hours they get three picks for every smackdown's two makes sense right well smackdown is going to get 30 picks which means Raw should get 15 picks. I mean, I'm sorry, should get 45 picks, 15 more picks. Does that make sense? Sure. Sure. Okay. Raw is getting 41 picks. So I don't know how that's going to work. If we're going to get to Raw on Monday and they're going to be like, oh, you, yeah, you, you don't get to do three in these last few rounds. You only get two of them. Like, I have no clue how it's going to work. 
But we'll uh, we'll see, I guess. Makes no sense. Either way. Well, maybe they're leaving some spots open for those free agents. No, these are actual, according to the website, that's the draft picks. And then the free uh, agents will go to whichever whichever show. So they had a lot of NFL commentators on here. Boo! And my wife, who hates football, <laughs> didn't like it. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk a little more about it, but I didn't really care for it either. What did you think, Chris? Uh, it was bad. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. bad. I, my my wife and I were both like, yeah, this was stupid. So basically, what happened? I almost turned. I almost turned it off and turned on college football. Yeah. that's how bad. If, this if you're going to listen to Fo- uh, Fox Sports commentators, might as well be watching football. So the, right. is, the issue is, we just got off of one of the worst pay per view innings of all time, and the worst RAW in months. Boring. It was. I mean, it's so boring, and they really needed to hit it out of the park. Now, NXT, I hear, was great. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I listened to your review, and you seemed to like most of it, other than the weird... I think you kind of liked it, but the weird Roderick Strong thing? It was absolutely incredible. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I can't wait to see it live, because, or I can't wait to see it, because uh, I'm interested to see how I'm going to take it. I don't think I'm going to like it, but we'll see. I, I am high on both him and Velveteen. So anyway, to get back to SmackDown, um, lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Uh... The draft Does it matter? and how football yeah, 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 yeah. Into, in, interfered. Okay. So yeah, they with... had a great NXT show from what I hear. I know AEW was great because I watched it. So now we are at Friday Night SmackDown, the second week on Fox, and it's the big NFL draft. They announced like a bunch of celebrities that were not on there, and then some football commentators, which were on there. And like, I don't know. It was just weird. Like if you if you compare it to the NFL draft... And the cool thing about the NFL draft is you go, oh, who's going to be the number one pick? You know, it's a really big deal. And then after that, go, okay, well, maybe the other, this other team wanted that person. So now, you know, they have to rethink their strategy. But it wasn't like that at all. Stephanie McMahon came out there and just read five people off every single time. And they're right. like, they showed people in the war room, like all excited and stuff. I was like, yeah, <laughs> we got him. And I'm like, of course you did. Everything's already been submitted because if you're doing it live and you're not actually submitting all five wrestlers at the same time, then you go, okay, well, Becky Raw took Becky Lynch. Man, now I need time to think of who I'm going to take because I was going to take Becky Lynch. No, Stephanie's just announcing all five. It, as a draft, it was done very poorly. It was done very poorly. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, a couple of years ago, whenever they had um, Stephanie McMahon and Mick Foley, and then on the other, for SmackDown, they had Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, and they would just go like back to back, pick to pick. Yeah. That was way more fun than what they did tonight. Or like Flair and McMahon when they did it, you know, years ago. It was much more fun. I didn't really like the the setup tonight at all, honestly. And like, no one cares about USA and Fox executives. Mm-hmm. Do you care about yeah. USA and Fox executives, honey? No, I do no. not. And nobody does. So it's just, uh, uh, I don't know. Either way, uh, I guess we can get to the show because we're probably going to have more uh, complain about. Uh, 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 <laughs> stupid. 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 So. The, the show has opens up with Seth Rollins representing Raw and Roman Reigns representing SmackDown. And whoever wins the first match gets the first pick for their show. And all I can think of is this is so stupid because why in the world do they care? They might not even end up on these shows. 
So it doesn't make any sense that they're wanting to fight for brand supremacy. It just, it logically, it's just dumb. It's just a coin toss. It's a match. That's exactly. a coin toss. Exactly. So. so, well, I mean, they, they both represented because they've both been on those respective brands for at least a year. No, now. Roman Reigns came to SmackDown with that stupid thing right before the wild card rule. So like he was only on SmackDown for like two weeks and then they implemented the wild card, wild card rule. So, but wow. Rollins been there for a long time, but yeah, it just, it, it, I don't know. It's just another thing that really bothered me about a company that's really bothering me lately. But the match was, the match was fun. Do you want to tell us about the match? Are you talking to me or Carol? You. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. She's right there. I don't know if you're you looking at her say, or not. Do you want to tell us I'll, about I'll make sure to, yeah. I'll make sure to call her honey because I love her so much. Although sometimes whoa, whoa, I do call whoa, you whoa, honey whoa. off the air. I thought that was oh. my nickname. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, exactly. That's what I just said. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he calls me at work. Anyway, um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so, so honestly, the whole match—I mean, it was decent. The, the thing about the match was, it was like every move they were making, the other person was ready for it. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, they've been you know BFFs for a long time. They make each other friendship bracelets and everything, so <laughs> they they know what's coming. So like every match was or every move was reversed during this match. So yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was cool, but at the same time it was like, all right, are they going to fight? Are we just going to dance? Are we just going to dance around all night? I mean, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. But so the match was pretty good, but basically the ending had the so mad, so mad. Yeah. Had the fiend popping up out of the ring and, Grabbing Seth Rollins and dragging him under the ring to hell. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> smoke came out, and then the lights go out, and then just like inexplicably, Seth Rollins gets back out, and then the lights go out, and then it shows Bray Wyatt up on top of the on top of the ramp. Now, honey, tell me what you thought about this. I called that the match would end that way, yep. right? We did say, I said, so is the Fiend going to show up at the end of this match? Yep. And then the lights went out and I was like, okay, we predicted this. It's yep. predictable. But then, you know, a hole opens up on the floor and there's yeah. the Fiend. So I was like, okay, that's different. <laughs> that's cool. And when he was like peering out of the hole. Yeah, it's just very creepy. So, uh, so I was like, okay, well, that I didn't expect that. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Now, did you, did you like this, Chris? I did not. I okay. I was so. I mean, I love the fiend. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm just so sick and tired of not getting an ending to a match. Like, can we yes. not have a yes. clean pin? But it for was the so obvious. When you put Seth and Roman in there, like it's so obvious. There's not going to have. A, I know, a and we all, everyone knew it was going to happen. And and uh, when it happened, I mean, coming out of the ground was pretty cool, you know. But when he came back out, I was kind of expecting him to be like covered in something, you know, like. Yeah. Like he just came from hell, literally, and yeah. then and then whenever Bray Wyatt kind of sneaks back up, I'm like, why does he look like a whack a mole? Like he just <laughs> like, <laughs> like 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 if Seth Rollins had a hammer, he could just hit him. And, exactly. Uh, well, and, he and, did that five days ago. Don't bring his memory back to my brain. And then and then my wife's like, where did uh where did Roman Reigns go? He just disappeared. <laughs> uh, Carol yeah. said the same thing. Oh God, like he split. Like his buddy just was like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, 
I assumed he rolled out of the ring, but I don't know. Uh, but I, I yelled out loud, Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew there wouldn't be a clean finish. But although part of me did when he... So there was one spot where Roman Reigns went in for a spear, and Seth Rollins kind of reversed it into a pedigree. Like, it yeah. looked terrible, but at the same time, like, it's a cool spot. If they would have executed it well, it would have been really cool. I know. My, my daughter was laughing at it, like, what did they just do? He just <laughs> fell down. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can't do a, you got to hook the arms for a pedigree. It's right. Just, it, was, it was lame. But it, cool idea, poor execution. Um, but I actually thought Seth was going to – that's the only part of the match where I'm like, all right, they're going to give the win to Seth because they've been pushing him so hard. Uh, but no, and, and you know, I don't, well, technically they ended, did give him the win because yeah. it was a DQ and the raw got the first pick. Exactly. Which was, what's going to happen every single time. Cause you got to go raw SmackDown, raw SmackDown raw, right? What would have happened if SmackDown would have got the first one? Would it like raw's first pick went to number five. So it would have went SmackDown raw, SmackDown raw, raw. Cause you, you get three picks for every two. So I don't, I don't know. It was just, the whole thing was so convoluted and poorly thought out, but, Oh my gosh, how many times have I said that about the WWE this week? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm 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 I just gotta I gotta rub my chest, rub my forehead, just gotta make sure that I calm myself down because I just can't I just can't anymore. Uh, Stephanie came out to make draft selections and she picked Becky Lynch for Raw. Or I say she did. Raw picked Becky Lynch. The Smack war room. In turn, yeah, the war room. Yeah. Stress, she's, she's very, very clear about the fact that the the Fox people yes. uh, have influence on this. Right. And I'm like, great, cool. Yeah, Michael Who Cole, cares? Yeah, Michael Cole and Corey Graves said like a thousand times. And it's just, it was so overdone. Ugh. But anyway, Raw picked Becky. SmackDown picked Roman Reigns. Raw picked the OC together. So AJ, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows. Uh, Fox picked Bray Wyatt. And then... Raw goes back and picks Drew McIntyre at the end of the first round, which I thought was kind of cool. And I didn't know if they did this so they could get the big pop for Randy, uh, Randy Orton in the second round, or if they did it as kind of a precursor to be like, hey, this guy's a first rounder, you know, only literally four guys, because really the OC was picked because of AJ Styles. We all know that. Uh, four guys were picked before him, and he is really going to mean something. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm really high on Drew McIntyre, and I know you like him too, Chris. I do. He's going to come out and say, Hey, Randy, I was a first rounder. You weren't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so they had this weird draft panel. And my wife loved this, by the way, because she loves football so much, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so much. The good thing is Samoa Joe was out there. Uh, but the bad thing is it was really weird. Like he was just playing like a guy, like he's this old retired veteran and, you know, he's a face and he's putting over things. And I'm like, is this, you know, the contract killer that we've been seeing for the past, you know, couple years in the WWE, or is this just like a dude to fill time? And that's exactly what it was. Booker T, Beth Phoenix and Renee Young were also out there because Renee was hosting the show. I don't know. But honestly, I, Joe Joe gave the best uh, commentary oh, of all of them. Oh, it wasn't was, even close. I was so thankful he was out there because, I mean, I, I messaged you this. I was like, why is Booker T look, a, look like a dirty old man out there? Yeah, I don't know what was going on with Oh, Booker suck it, suck it. <laughs> but, it just, but going back to uh, the draft picks, I mean, everybody, 
everybody that I've been following on Twitter and every single site, everyone said Becky Lynch was going number one. Yeah, which it it makes sense because first of all, she's arguably the biggest star in the company. Arguably, second of all, they've really been pushing women's wrestling and the women's revolution. I think it made sense for them to draft a woman first. I really do. When we look back at the first draft with Vince McMahon and Ric Flair, like I'm sure I could pull it up, but I don't even remember when the first woman was drafted. I'm not was entirely that, sure there was a woman drafted I, there. I doubt it. I mean, when when was that? Gosh, 2001? Hey, I'll, I'll look it up. Keep talking. All right. This was a long time ago. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck were like, oh, let's talk about let's talk about wrestling. And Troy Aikman's like, yeah, I was a first-round pick. Yeah. And my finishing move was a pile driver, even though he's probably never wrestled in his life. I don't understand what he was talking about. Whatever. He's a football legend. Yeah, there you go. I think he was saying it would be if he were. Is that what he it was? He was like, this would be my finisher. I guess. But either way, I was just like, why are you here? Yeah. I don't know. Well, Kane Velasquez and Tyson Fury are here as well, and they're definitely not wrestlers, but they're wrestling at Crown Jewel. Oh, jeez. So that was the yeah. Blood Diamond yeah. Show. Yay! <laughs> uh, King Corbin wrestled Shorty Gable. Yes, you heard that right, Shorty Gable. He is now called Shorty Gable, and the reason he is called Shorty Gable is because last week King Baron Corbin said, "I christen you Shorty Gable," and the announcer said, "Your winner." Shorty Gable. And then in the backstage area, what Kayla Braxton was like, hey, you know, she made some short joke and Shorty Gable says, you can call me short. I don't care because I'm a winner. Ha ha ha. So now that's his official name. And it drives me wild. Go ahead, honey. I see you want to talk. I think you need to say the word Shorty Gable about 17 more times. Absolutely. To match the amount of times it was said. To absolutely. Match. It was absolutely. You absolutely. It was absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> insane. And I just, it, it just blows my mind. Like, yeah, so I thought, dumb. well, he's done. And I think Kyle sent me a text and, and he said, well, he's buried. I said, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Because the dude, no one is going to take some. Okay, here's your WrestleMania headliner, all right? WWE champion Brock Lesnar versus the challenger, Shorty Gable. No, it's not how it works. Sorry. He's not short. He's not that short. I can't handle He's like 5'8", but... Yeah. He's not 5'8", he's taller than that. I think he's actually 5'8". So, uh, so to answer your question, the first woman that was drafted in the very first uh, WWE draft was Lita. And it was okay. pick number 20, but it was number 10 for Raw because they were going back-to-back picks. Okay. But still, pick number 20. That's, but it was no- that's a but, pretty big But it was number off. 10 for a raw okay so that that's not bad that's not terrible and lita was kind of a big star back then uh, i think okay now that you're mentioning that i think trish was also picked let's see i, I can't ivory I, ivory was picked before really yeah that's Tori wilson terry i don't even see trish on here oh she was number 46 which was number 23 for raw okay yeah, this match, this match was good, and I tell my beautiful wife, I said, "How many times have we seen this match?" And like, it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think this is like the fifth time in the last month. And announcers kept saying, "This may be the last time we see this match because they could both get uh, end up on different uh, networks." And I'm like, "Great, good. Yeah, nothing's wrong with it, but it's the same thing over and over." Yeah, and it's kind of the same match over and over. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. 
Um, it's the same match you guys have already seen four times, so I'm not going to go over it, but uh, King Corbin did get the win here. It was it was just fine. No. I mean, no. It was, it was just it's fine. not fine. No. It's not fine. Okay. It's ridiculous okay. that they have all this talent in the back, and we get yeah. Baron Corbin and Chad Gable again. I'm sick of no, this. No. I'm completely <laughs> sick of this garbage. <laughs> you're you're not wrong. And speaking of uh, rematches, we'll be talking some more about some other rematches that happen later tonight. Mm-hmm. Round two of the draft in this talent pool, because remember, only certain wrestlers can be drafted tonight. The others can be drafted on Raw. Also dumb. Very dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stupid. So, r- stupid. Speaking of stupid, (laughs) (laughs) the first pick in the second round for Monday Night Raw is Mr. Stupid himself, Randy Orton. Can we start calling him that, Mr. Stupid? Stupid. Uh, Randy Orton. (laughs) SmackDown takes Sasha Banks. Raw goes back and picks Ricochet. Pew! Pew! That's that's my best Ricochet. Can you do it? Can you do a better one? No. Give it to me. No. No? Okay. Uh, SmackDown goes back to Braun Strowman, and Raw goes back to Bobby Lashley. That does not have Lana with him, by the way. Just saying. I don't understand that pick. Yeah, so they they talked more. The panel discussed some more stuff. No one cares. Uh, Brock Lesnar comes out, and Paul Heyman puts over Kane Velasquez... Like, Cain Velasquez is literally the, a murderer. I mean, the dude put him over, like, everything. And he described the UFC fight where Cain Velasquez absolutely battered Brock Lesnar. I mean, he did. Absolutely. Round one, yeah, round one TKO. And Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar still has the, the gash, the, the scar from that gash that he had in that fight. So it was kind of cool. They highlighted that. Um, did uh, Paul Heyman said that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did Brock? Was it just me or did Brock Lesnar like look uncomfortable while Paul Heyman was describing that fight? He did, and I think that was by design. I do. Um, maybe not. I don't know. I think it was by his pride. Maybe so, because he he man he got he got roughed up that night. Yeah. And so basically, Paul Heyman says Brock Lesnar's never made an excuse for that night. Because there was no excuse to give. He just absolutely got battered. And then now he wants to, you know, make sure Cain Velasquez gets his comeuppance. Rey Mysterio comes out. Cain Velasquez says something in Spanish. And Chris, tell me what Rey Mysterio interpreted it as. Because you told me you liked that line. <laughs> he was the best. So he, they, they show uh, actual pictures from the fight. Um, and they show the, the gash on his face, just bleeding and everything. And uh, he says that he's going to beat you again. He's going to give you a matching scar on the other side of your face. <laughs> it, was, it was good. That's not awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I was like, oh, was, I think I like Cain Velasquez. Yeah, it was It was good. It was good. Um, we go to commercial and we come back and we've got the New Day. And they've got two pink women's titles there. And they're talking about Susan G. Coleman and breast cancer research. They bring these two ladies that I think one is a survivor and the other is her sister, yeah. and they award them the titles, and then they go to the ring. This was very similar to the the Leukemia Foundation that Roman Reigns supported a few weeks ago, where it was a really cool, feel-good moment. It didn't run super long. Like I hate to be that guy, but it, it ran a little too long for me. But, you know, it's, we're there to watch a wrestling show, yeah, but... 
I, it was fine. It was good. Do you have a heart, um, Matt? Do you actually? I'm just saying. I actually just saying, have like, a heart. If, if I paid a hundred dollars to watch a wrestling show, like I'd be like, I'm so glad these ladies are having their moment. But let's get in the ring. Come on. Um, the only thing that really, really bothered me about this, and you mentioned this, and why don't you talk about it, honey? Is Kofi Kingston? I did. Um, I said. It's, I think it's good that the New Day is, are the ones that's doing this. Uh-huh. Um, they they handle this very very well. But this is the first time we're seeing Kofi Kingston since the ridiculous ending of last week's SmackDown. Yep. And that's it. There he is. There's Kofi. And we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to address anything. We're just happy and pancakes. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. It was quite ridiculous. But... I- I mean, I just don't know what he can do because yeah. the reality is they're moving on from him. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, he's buried. It's over for Kofi. He's King. buried. It's yeah, over. They're not even gonna. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say he's buried, but that he is no longer gonna have. He's not getting another championship opportunity because mm-hmm. Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar is what they're going with. That's happening in twenty days. Maybe Kofi will get one later, but I, I, I don't no, know, man. It's over. He'll never yeah. have it again. You don't think so? The most he'll ever get is another tag team or intercontinental. He is out of the world championship forever. Really? That's some pretty strong words. All right. Well, the New Day wrestled the OC here. Kofi Kingston actually got the pinfall, and he pinned AJ Styles. This match was okay. Um, it was The problem with this match is they started it, immediately went to commercial, and then came back, and it just it just seemed really short. The crowd was really into Kofi, though. They were chanting his name. And, uh, yeah, it, Kofi Kingston hit AJ Styles with the Trouble in Paradise and got the pin. I, I don't think they're burying him. I just don't think he's going to get the WWE Championship back anytime soon. Maybe, think, maybe, maybe ever, but... I think that was a sympathy pin. You think so? They were like, here, here, Kofi, go ahead. You can, you can go ahead and pin AJ Styles. Everyone knows he's better than you, but... Go ahead. You can have one. Yeah. Maybe so. Uh, after the match, Stephanie came back, and here's round three. And Raw takes Alexa Bliss. SmackDown takes Lacey Evans. <laughs> Raw takes Kevin Owens. Now, uh, let me just say this. All right. Who in the world takes Lacey Evans over Kevin Owens? All right. Yep. Uh, SmackDown takes The Revival. And Raw takes... Nikki Cross. Here's no. another thing that was weird. No, that's not right. No? That's when they took Natalia. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, yeah, Raw took Natalia. Which because, I, and the reason I know that is because the second it happened, I said, oh, thank God, we don't have to watch Lacey Evans and Natalia anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right. Another yep. thing that's gone on for long enough. Way too long. Yes. Eight yes. matches. Just, my gosh. Um, Stephanie said there would be one more Draft tonight, and that would be it. So the draft will continue Monday night on Raw. And I'm showing that there's my, the next segment's another draft. I don't remember that. Yeah, they yeah she, they did one commercial break and came back and did and did one more round. Yeah. Okay. So then Raw takes the Viking Raiders. SmackDown takes the Lucha House Party. Raw takes Nikki Cross, which this is weird, and I'll tell you why. SmackDown takes Heavy Machinery, and Raw takes the Street Profits, which could yes. be really cool because I hope they actually get in the ring, and that's what my beautiful wife said. Mm-hmm. But the issue with taking Nikki Cross is it said on the website in the pool 
that together you could draft Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. It was on the website, and they're like, nah, we'll take them separately. It just it made no sense. Which means that they're breaking them up. But they're on the same show. I still think they're going to break them up. I mean, because if, if, if they would have taken... I don't know. Maybe, maybe they won't. Maybe they just want Alexa Bliss to be by herself because of her star power. I mean, whenever, it's just the WWE. They draft her, but yeah, yeah well, they're, they're stupid. They're just dumb. <laughs> they're just so dumb. I just don't... I don't understand... Now, yeah, but then but then the guys in the back were cheering hardcore for Natalia. Oh, the war the war, <laughs> the war room segments were just so bad. They were just and, so bad. Oh, but, yeah, Fox had the uh, the robot in the, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in their war room. Yeah, the NFL Fox Sports robot thing. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I was like Johnny 5 is alive. <laughs> so, we have another rematch here. And this is Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. So Charlotte comes out. It's fine. And honey, I want you to describe Bailey's entrance for to me. Okay. And, and all, all, all the new things that's going on with her. Okay. So Charlotte's in the ring and Bailey comes out. And I said, because I kind of was in the kitchen and I look over and I said, did she cut her hair? And you said, I think she has a hood on. And she did. And so I was like thinking that's because she must have cut her hair. And so she pulls her hood back and, and jacket off or whatever it is. And you see that she has cut her hair and she has kind of different color gear. It's muted colors. Uh, she looks very somber. And then uh, she takes, she kind of reaches over and gets something like this long, sharp thing. And I'm thinking, oh, no. And I think I said out loud, oh, no. You sure did. And, and your face looked mortified. And she goes, she 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 uh, hands it to the, the Bailey buddies, right? And uh-huh. she's just taking them out. And Charlotte's just watching this like like a mom watching a kid have a tantrum. And she's over it. Like, she's just going to wait it out. So she's just got this look on her face like, all right. And she she and then it's kind of over and and again she's got this look on her face like she's like are you done can we can we do this now, uh so that's that yeah it was it was yeah yeah cut hair no tassels destroyed the Bailey buddies and they stopped her music and she walked down the ramp it was cool mm-hmm. so I like it when when uh, Charlotte was staring at her like her head was tilted to the side yeah and I, and I told my wife I'm like that kind of looks like our dog when she's looking at me when I'm making a noise <laughs> like. <laughs> with the side, with the head tilt, like, huh? What? <laughs> what? So uh, maybe that's what she was going for, like the confused dog look. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But th- this match was really fun. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen Bailey and Charlotte a lot. This was way better than their Hell in a Cell match. Um, Bailey was definitely a little more intense here. And she, abs- I don't know what she did, but she absolutely destroyed, absolutely destroyed Charlotte's nose. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I must have, I don't know how it happened, but you know, you see Charlotte's nose just absolutely pouring, absolutely pouring. Absolutely. Know, at this point I'm doing it on purpose, uh, but it's just pouring down I'm her so nose. Drunk. And, <laughs> and Bailey hits the Bailey to belly. Doesn't, you know, doesn't get the fall there. Charlotte hits a natural selection. Doesn't get the fall there. And Bailey hits a uh, top rope elbow drop and then nothing. So right after Charlotte hit the natural selection, or she was going, she was going for the natural selection, and Bailey rolls it up, and it, it was a pretty bad roll up, but that's fine. 
uh, and did a roll up and won the title back. And it mm-hmm. bothers me a little bit because Charlotte's reign was five days mm-hmm. and it makes the title not look great. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if the purpose was to do this for Bailey and give her this extra push, it's fine. It's fine. What do you think, sweetheart? Uh, well, oh, wait. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, that was my thought was, okay, that was quick. And now she has the title back and yeah. it does make it seem like it's not like it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, but story-wise, it's it's a, a good way to do this. Yeah. So I I liked it. Okay. Cool. What do you think, Chris? I um, I I think the Hell in the Cell match was okay. So I don't I don't want to diss that at all. Uh, in fact, it was one of the better ones on that horrible trash show. Yes. Um. But this match was good, and I I did enjoy it. I was a little surprised with the ending. Uh, I mean, I, they, they had to, they painted themselves in a corner and they abs- absolutely had to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things too, is when she rolled her up was she had a, a handful of hair when she rolled her up. Mm. Oh, really? So I, I didn't I, yeah. That. So I think that that was a part of it too, to keep her, her, her shoulders down. So if, if you watch that, that's what she does. So, hmm. and then yeah. when the match is over, uh, go ahead and get the bleep button ready. <laughs> Bailey said, "Do you mean say what she said?" That's that's fine. I'll censor just, it. Just 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 bleep me out. Or you could just say, you know, a, a censored version of the word, so I don't have to bleep you out. <laughs> fine, Matt. You're such a baby. <laughs> After the match, and uh, it was out of nowhere, by the way, because yeah, it, it was like they were just coming back from like a segment, and she says, "Female dogs." <laughs> Screw all of you and drops uh-huh. the mic. Yep. And then new music plays. Yeah. New which music. We, which we predicted. Which the thing, the problem is like, did, did she like tell the people in production be like, all right, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> so I cut my hair and I want you guys to play my, my, my music when I come out. But then I'm going to destroy all the Bailey buddies. Well, what do you mean I can't do that? No, I understand that it's expensive, but it's what I'm going to do. Don't worry. We don't need to use them anymore. I'm going to destroy all the Bailey buddies. And then if I beat Charlotte, and I will beat Charlotte, here's a new track. And she's like slowly sliding it over to them. Like, play this if I win. Like, I think it would have been better if she would have won. No music would have been played. And then next week she would have come out with new music. But again, that in fairness now. That didn't bother me. Yeah, that's a little nitpicky. I think it so, is So, like, I, I'm not trying to be, you know, I know it's I'm down on WWE a lot. It's not a little nitpicky. That's <laughs> very nitpicky. Yes. And I'm down on WWE a lot. And, and, again, that's not something that really bothered me. But it did take me out of the immersion. It's just, like, something that happens. And I'm like, all right. Well, this just, it just shows me that it's a television show, which the WWE tries to come off like they're not. They try to come off like sports and, like, this real and it's really happening. And when things like that happen... You know, uh, murder clowns don't bother me. Don't get me wrong. But when you play someone's music, you know, new music, then that's what really bothers me. You no, mean no, it, do- it doesn't bother you whenever the murder clown uh, snaps the neck of their of the person they're fighting? No, it's totally realistic. Don't you play Call yeah. of Duty? Yeah. I mean, they could they totally snap their neck and they're not dead. <laughs> it's amazing. They get up afterwards. I was it surprised. Nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. Absolutely. Absolutely. But how many times can we say absolutely? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, Again, I'm, no. I, I I'd say that's that's nitpicky. I understand where you're coming from, but I actually found it satisfying because I thought if she wins, 
they can't play that that you know that goofy music that so when different music played i was like all right cool like i didn't really think about it too much but i can see where you might say you takes you out of the moment okay so so i appreciate your perspective but you're wrong wow wow so tell me sweetheart if we the better the better of the sins has emerged i will not I will not argue that fact at all. So B-dubs. I don't think I've even used that name yet this no. show. I apologize. B-dubs. If you're going to grade this episode of SmackDown, what would you grade it? Um, well, no Otis. So that's a letter drop. Automatically. <laughs> um, I, and I, I don't know. Let me look. Let me think back. I got to think. It's, it's, it's a B. I, last time I was very rough uh, with my grade on SmackDown, but it ended very frustratingly. This this show did not do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raw this week was very boring. This show was not boring. Uh, yeah. It was interesting. I didn't like the way they did the draft thing, but eh. So I got a B minus. Okay. That's my, that's B my minus? final grade. B minus. All right, Chris, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna give you my intro song. Um, Not good. Before anyway, the hill turn. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'll I'll change it here in a minute. Um, <laughs> so I, I did not. <laughs> I I didn't like tonight. Um, I, I get what they were trying to do. I, I'm gonna give them credit for trying. Um, you know, like giving them a participation award. You know, like, good mm. job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> you tried. Uh, and this was... says at least you tried. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a complete failure. Um, yeah, this is getting like a C minus. Um, okay. y- yeah, very close to a D, but it's getting a C minus. Okay. I kind of feel the same way. Like, the problem is this show wasn't inherently boring. Like Raw, like if I, and I mean this, if I didn't have to record Raw with Kyle, I wouldn't have watched the show in the first place. And even though I had to record Raw, like an hour into it, I'm like, gosh, I just want to turn it off. Like it's so bad. That's not really what happened tonight. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't really, really enjoy myself. Like with Dynamite and NXT, I pretty much always have fun watching those shows. And I didn't like have fun tonight where I was jumping, you know, jumping off my couch, really enjoying myself. But at the same time, I wasn't bored to tears. And there was no point in the show where I'm like, all right, let's just turn it off. So I'm going to also say C minus. And that's just for the sheer fact that we got two rematches. Mm. And the 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 first match was a non-finish. We had four matches on a two-hour show. I don't know. So the reason this show, I mean, we're, we're you know, 35, 36 minutes in right now. And the problem with that is we we didn't have a lot to cover because half of it was stupid draft stuff that was just totally irrelevant. I think what they should have done is they should have made this a three-hour show, not permanently. We do not want a three-hour SmackDown. But if they wanted to do the whole draft thing, make it an event. Give it an extra hour and then make this draft talk matter. And then do just do it a different way. 
And I'm not a writer. I can't tell you the way to do it. But the way that it was done, it just wasn't great. C minus. I'm sorry. But I hope that the show gets better next week because I really in, I really like when I enjoy Raw and SmackDown. I thoroughly enjoyed SmackDown last week. It was so much fun. Uh, Raw was pretty good, but SmackDown was so much fun last week. And uh, yeah, it just fell off a cliff with Hell in a Cell and it's it's climbing back up. It went from F to whatever I gave Raw D. Now to C minus, so maybe Raw will be a C plus next week. Let's cross <laughs> our fingers. <laughs> that's my heel music. Did that's you like it? Music. Did like you like it? That's three days grace. It's good stuff. No, that's, no it's that's skillet. skillet. Oh, man. skillet. Okay, okay. Wait, that's wait, monster. Think. Come on, that's, man. I was thinking of animal. I have become. Mm, I can see no. that. Oh, they are kind of similar, aren't they? Okay. Very nice. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Now that I've thoroughly embarrassed myself because I love both Skillet and Three Days Grace, and I got them mixed up. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Wrestle Life Radio, episode 42. Would you like to take us out, my sweet Carrie? Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did the intro. I don't know if you'd want to do the outro. Uh, what 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 do we do at this point? We talk about our uh, yeah. Just ask us handles. about yeah. Just just ask Chris. All right, here we go. Uh, Chris, where can we uh where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Wrestle Life Heal. And Matt, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestle Life Matt. And you can find me on Instagram and YouTube as Carol Sin. And. Uh, you can find All us of us on... on... Oh, and Kyle. Where can we find Kyle? Oh, Kyle doesn't matter. He's not on the show. Kyle.Holly. <laughs> he's only on Instagram. Only Kyle on Instagram. Instagram. And all of us. Where do we all exist? We all exist on Facebook and Instagram at WrestleLife Radio and on Twitter at WrestleLifePod. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, guys. As you can tell, this has been a very laid-back show. Uh, it's been a very busy two weeks, and I'm not going to lie to you. We all absolutely love doing this. But these last absolutely, two weeks absolutely. But these <laughs> last two weeks have been very tiring. We've done ten shows, and we're looking forward to having a little bit of a break. So we'll see you next week with only four shows. <laughs> Please tune in. Please tell your friends. Like, share, subscribe. If there's anything you'd like for us to go over, please let us know. We would we would love to love to do that for you. Today is October the eleventh, twenty nineteen. One last time. This is episode forty two of Wrestle Life. Radio. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Have a wonderful night. Shorty Gable. Absolutely.